0: Hello writers, I'm Josiane Fartatouler and has written two children's books. She has self-published one in 2018, which was called The Cupcake Bullies. And then she recently self-published another one, which is called Mystery Trip. So I'm really excited to have her on the podcast. It's the first time I have someone with illustrations in the book. So I want to see how that's done through uh, Amazon. So we'll talk about that. So thank you so much, Leah, for being on the podcast. And please start with uh, telling us a little bit about you.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me here. Um, this is the first time I've really gotten to talk about my books like this. So I'm really excited to have the chance to be here. Awesome. So. Um, so my books, I have two of them, like you said. And the Cupcake Bullies, I wrote because um, it's about you know a little boy who has food allergies and gets bullied because of his allergies. And I wrote that because it's actually something that my oldest son has experienced himself, and um, he has life-threatening allergies, and people just have a hard time understanding that, and especially children. So I wrote that book kind of for him and for other children like him and, you know, for the parents of children who have food allergies as well. And then my second book, Mystery Trip, which I just published this year, um, that one I kind of wrote as a tribute um, to my family. It's a story. It's actually a real true story uh, based on an experience that I had with my sister and my cousin and our grandparents. Our grandparents would take us on trips on day trips and they would call them mystery trips and they wouldn't tell us where we were going so it was always a surprise and it was a great time that we had and um, it was just the book was just a fun way that I could write something about my grandparents and kind of remember them
0: awesome and so are you the one who created the illustrations for the books
1: no, actually I am not. I'm afraid I do not have any uh, creativity as far as that is concerned at okay. all. You do not want <laughs> me illustrating anything. <laughs>
0: so how did that work? Like you wrote, like how, how is the creative process because you wrote the story and then you hired someone to do uh, the drawings, mm-hmm. but then like, do you tell them what you want or do, did they imagine whatever they thought about the story? How does that work?
1: Yeah, so with self publishing something, you know, it is tricky because you do have to find an illustrator yourself. So, um, you know, I knew a couple of other people who had self published books and I asked them what they had done. And somebody had recommended to me a website called Fiverr. And I think it's F I F or excuse me, F I V E R. So I went on Fiverr and it's a place basically for artists and illustrators to go and showcase their work. And then you can, you know, message them and book them through there. So I reached out to a few different artists who illustrations I liked um, from the samples that they had on the website. And then, you know, I just ended up picking the illustrator who I felt like really understood the vision that I have for each book. And um, Um, also was a good price range for me um, for what I could afford. And then um, yeah, we kind of went from there. You know, each book was different. I used a completely different illustrator for each book because they both have a different feel to them. So I wanted to have a different illustrator for each one. Um, so yeah, I mean it was it was interesting because I would I emailed the illustrator a copy of my manuscript and I said, you know. Here's what I have. This is what I'm working with. You know, what do you think that you can come up with? Um, The Cupcake Bullies was kind of more general. I didn't necessarily have anything super specific that I was looking for. I just kind of wanted to see what he could come up with. And um, so he sent me some illustrations. There were some, you know, things that I said, well, I would like to have this changed. And, you know, I'm not sure about this. So can you change it? And he would make corrections on it and do that. And then for a mystery trip, it was, you know, I used Fiverr again and found an absolutely amazing artist who lives in Italy, actually. So, you know, and I'm in the U.S., so it was a bit different, Um, but it ended up working out really well. She just, she does her illustrations differently. She paints them And then we'll create the file and send it. And for Mystery Trip, because it is, you know, based on a true story and it's something I wanted to do for my family as well, I actually emailed her pictures of myself and my sister and my cousin when we were little and my grandparents so that she could kind of use those as a reference. Um, And I sent her, I also sent her um, some pictures of a couple of the locations in the book where we go on our mystery trip. And it was fantastic. Like she really took those and did a great job in creating the illustrations in response to those. Um, you know, it, it was funny cause she, she was like, well, I, I won't be able to do it exactly, but I'll get it as close as I can.
0: <laughs> and and I mean, was satisfied with what, uh, what she did for you. And so you I decided, was, I really liked it. Yeah. You decided to invest uh, like ahead of time in your book And so you didn't have to share royalties, right?
1: Yes, that's correct. Um, When self-publishing, I know that other people have done it differently, but for me with Fiverr, you pay the illustrator ahead of time. You pay them when you purchase their services and then that's it. So then all the royalties from the book come to me.
0: Okay. And so uh, do you plan on writing more children's books? Do you have more ideas?
1: I'm not really sure right now. Um, I have kind of made, just made a really big career change. And so I'm kind of in the middle of that. And um, I don't know. I mean, I might. I am. I'm open to it. I did at one point have an idea for another children's book, doing a story about fairies. Um, I I very part time work as a children's storyteller, and I dress up as a fairy, and we do fairy tea parties and all of these kind of things, and it's a lot of fun. And so from that, I had thought, oh maybe. We'll One day, I'll do a children's storybook about fairies, you know, who live in this forest, but I haven't been able to do that one yet. I wanted to do these other two first because they were a little closer to my heart and the fairy story would just be, you know, something extra and really fun. So hopefully one day I'll get to do that one, but I'm not sure when that's going to happen yet.
0: Yeah. But sometimes, you know, how stories just evolve in our brain and then at one point when we decide to write it, it's all already written in our minds, right? I don't know if that happens to
1: you. It does. It really does. Because um, that, I mean, that happened with the cupcake bullies because, you know, I just had this idea and then it just, when I sat down to write it, it just came so easily and it was just already there, like you said.
0: And how long did it take to write it? How many words is in the children's book?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, I would have to look at it to remember how many words, um, I don't remember exactly. Is it like a sentence per
0: page or it's more than one sentence per page? Oh, no, it's,
1: it's more than one sentence. It's probably, um, like a paragraph or two per page. And, um, it didn't take me too long to write it. It was actually more, editing it that took longer and trying to get it exactly how I wanted it and I have a friend who she writes um, play scripts theater scripts and she's really good at it and so I sent my manuscript to her and I said hey can you look this over for me so she you know and then after she looked at it I went back and edited that really took a lot longer than me writing the initial version of it It so yeah
0: and what advice would you give to someone who's looking to write a children's book like you did?
1: I would say definitely go for it if it's something that you really want to do. And, you know, for me, I I started by writing what I know, you know, and that's something that I've heard other people tell me, write what you know, yeah. you know. And so I wrote a couple of stories that were Close to my heart. You know, my kids, my son has food allergies. And then the other story is about my family when I was little and special time with my grandparents. And I think that that really helped me a lot. And if you have something like that that you know, you're going to be able to, I think, write and find the story a little bit more easily. Um, So that's, you know, what I would say is just don't, don't be afraid, especially if you're going to self-publish on Amazon, because it's absolutely amazing. And they have so many resources, um, you know, and go ahead and write the story and then find people to help you, you know, edit it and figure it out, get some opinions on it and kind of go from there.
0: Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And what do you think was the hardest thing about becoming a self-published author?
1: So one of the hardest things for me was actually putting it all together. Um, I mean, I was able to write the story and find the story pretty easily. And then I found the illustrator, but then having to kind of create the full manuscript myself and, um, you know, figure out how it all goes together was, was not super easy, especially because when you're putting the pictures, the illustrations, into like a Word document, it can, I mean, you have to find the right size to fit it to the page. And then um, you have to just make sure everything is formatted correctly. So I think the the formatting and putting it together was probably actually the hardest part for me.
0: Okay. And what advice would you give to someone specifically who's looking to self-publish? How is that? Like, I don't know if you try to go the traditional route or if you went right into self-publishing, but how do you feel it's different?
1: I did try to go the traditional route at first. um, And it is very hard uh, because you have to, I mean, you have to send out a lot of letters. You have to be prepared to be told no, (laughs) you know, and it's, it's like, you're sending a piece of yourself out and then you're getting told no. And it, gives you a lot of, it can give you a lot of self-doubt, you know, and kind of wondering, is this good enough? Um, You know, but the thing to remember, too, is that publishers are very particular, and they get a lot of manuscripts. So, it can be hard to get something in the traditional way, which is why I ended up choosing to self-publish, because, I mean, either way, you're still a published author, you know? So you still get that credit to your name, and it's, it's still a big accomplishment to be able to write a book and get it published either way. Right. Um, but I do. so, yeah, I mean, I, so because it, it did take a couple, it was probably like a year and a half or two years after trying to go the traditional way that I finally decided, no, you know what, I'm just going to try and self-publish this and go about it that way. And that was like, it was a great process. Publishing through Amazon's publishing company um, is really actually very easy. They make it very user friendly. They have a lot of resources, a lot of like, they answer every question that you could possibly have <laughs> when you're trying to publish a book yourself. So that really helped a lot. Um, so, I mean, I am definitely all in favor of self publishing. You know, what I mean, I would say if you want to try it the traditional way and see how it goes, definitely, you know, try it. I mean, there's no reason not to, but just know that it's a really long process. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, it takes a long time. I, I'm i not sure if you know who Drew DeWalt is. No, I don't. Um, Okay, he's, he's a children's picture book author. He wrote these amazing children's picture books. Um, the first one is called The Day the Crayons Quit. It is hilarious and it's so adorable. And I read a story about him that it took six years with an agent even to get that book published. And I was shocked because it's such a fun very unique and amazing book and so when I read that I was like oh man I mean the reality of that just kind of hit me and that if something so amazing like that takes six years to get published like how long is it gonna take my book (laughs) so I felt like it just I mean I just kind of had to take a step back and say okay you know I'm just gonna do this myself
0: and we all heard about JK Rowling's like sending her manuscript like so many times like 30 times to mm-hmm. publishers and getting it uh refused every single time and it was, she yeah. was such a big success so i guess we just need to keep going and never give up and yeah. um how do you promote your books because it's really fun to have a published book but then it's so much fun to look on the qdp platform and see how many sales we got like in a day or in a month so how do you promote your books
1: Of mouth to help with my book. For one thing, my family and friends have all been amazing in trying to help with promoting my books, which is a really great. I one thing that I did that helps a lot is I asked um, some friends of mine who read the book if they could go on Amazon and leave a review of it, because that helps a lot too. If those reviews are in there, and then I do have a an Instagram page that's just for my writing, as well as a Facebook page for that as well. So I use both of those and promote on there as much as possible. And I will, um, like promote those specific writing pages on my regular Instagram so that people, you know, can find it. And And I'll share the links
0: too in the show notes. So if you want to check it out, it's going to be in the show notes.
1: Yes, thank you. (laughs) And do you promote yourself specifically
0: as a writer? Is that part of like your professional career or like how do you earn an income and how do you promote yourself as a writer?
1: So I don't earn an income from writing. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, You know, I just, it would, that would be amazing, but it's just not feasible for me right now. So I do have a full-time job um, as a middle school theater teacher, actually, just started that. Um, So I do that that I do. And so from time to time, I will on my Instagram page for my podcast. I've mentioned about my books as well and have gotten attention from them that way because I have a lot more followers on my podcast Instagram page. So it helps every once in a while to kind of drop about my writing in there and then um, cause my podcast is also about books, not children's books, young adult books. Um, so it helps, you know, cause it's still in the book industry. So I use that to, to promote it. And then, um, yeah, so it's not my main source of income. It would be really nice if it would be, but <laughs> I'm not sure we'll, we'll see. Maybe one day I'll be able to get more income from it. But for right now, it's just kind of a side gig and I'm okay with that.
0: Uh, you just talked about your podcast How is it, like, do you talk about the books that you read? Do you have authors being interviewed? What's the format?
1: It's both, actually, which is great. So most of the time, it's just me and a guest, and we'll talk about a specific Book that we've both just read, and we'll just kind of hash out the book and you know, talk about what we like, what we didn't like, and the plot line. But I have also been able to interview a variety of authors on the podcast, which has been so fantastic. And um, I've been able to interview seasoned and like New York Times bestselling authors, which has been amazing, but also self published authors. So it's been great because I kind of get. both ends of the spectrum on that. And then just being able to sit and chat with a friend about a book that we both really love. It's just a lot of fun.
0: Is it always the same friend or you have like a a list of friends where you can share your, like everything you write, like a book club?
1: It's kind of... Um, I do have, when I first started it um, almost a year ago now, I had a couple of my close friends who we had read the same series and so they were did it with me. But as I've gone it, I now tend to have, I have a different guest every episode and they are people who I have met through the podcasting world, different podcasters, um, friends, people who I've met on Facebook, in different Facebook groups that I'm a part of. So um, I have a variety of guests and it's really fun to be able to get to meet new people I have one guest in particular who has been on a few times and I've been on hers a few times so <laughs> we like to go on each other's podcasts a lot but I try to have a different guest as often as I can
0: and if people want to look it up it's called it's YA book chat okay well if people want to know more where can they connect with you
1: um, they can look my, so my Instagram for my books is author Leah Stuhler. And then, um, my podcast Instagram is YA book chat. And then, um, I do have one link, a link tree that has links to all of both of my children's books, which are for sale on Amazon. And, um, yeah, I'm very active on Instagram and Facebook. So that's probably the easiest places to follow me. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much, Leah, for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me. This was really fun.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!